call in there. I almost always go in there and get either those or you. What you didn't see as well is you got a maxi king. Do you know them? What the fuck is a maxi king? They're like that's if you're on your period. <laughs> no, they. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust: Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan, or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained. Legends In Soviet Russia, a group of hikers went missing in the Ural Mountains. The entire party was eventually found dead. A tragic accident, surely. Or was it? This week on Unexplained Legends, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Well, we, ha- we have oh, to yeah, go in, because okay. yeah, o- otherwise we'll be... Uh... We'll never go to bed. Yeah, so... Um... Welcome, listeners, <laughs> to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. Uh, I'm Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis, the houseplant, Len. <laughs> the, and uh, together we are the Unexplained Legends. Yeah, I'm glad you filled that in, because I'll be honest, I forgot what it was. Bra- branding, Dennis. It yeah. is all about branding. Why do you call yourself Dennis, the houseplant, Len? Uh, I'm just here. Um, I die every now and then, and I have to be replaced. When I, when I came home this evening... Yeah. I was thinking it would be you struggle to keep you alive. You're a very, you have a very um, proud. How oh, do I say this? You have a very um, proud picture of yourself. Like yes, you, I you, do. you felt like you were coming home from work, and that I was at home doing nothing, and that you were going to have to drag me to do this podcast. That's exactly I, what I felt like. Yeah, yeah. But even if that's not true, you still get those feelings, which is mad. Yeah. So, but, but now what? You, do you see what you're doing? What you're, am I you're, doing? You're, te- you're painting the picture of something that didn't happen, so we can walk through it for some reason. It did happen. What? That I was in bad form. You came not bad form, not bad form. But you came in, and you're you're obviously. <laughs> what was I doing? Kicking chairs and stuff. Was yeah, like, you oh, were. Oh, fuck's sake, fuck's yeah, sake. you were like he's never home. You had your rollers in when I came in. We all yeah. know. Rollers dr- smoking, smoking camels. Yeah, out out on the porch with my slippers. Yeah, and your and your dressing gown and your. <laughs> And, and, Shout that to kids. And the minute I come in, <laughs> they're not even your kids. No, just kids on the no, street. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the minute I come in, you said, "Where have you been? I've been up all night. Where am I from? You're from everywhere." Now that I'm in my dressing gown and my slippers, and I'm smoking my Marlboro Red and Camels at the same time, I like to smoke two different cigarettes at the same time. Nice. Usually, I'll stick a woodbine in the middle as well. Really, just just choke myself out. But. Uh, what are we doing this week? What's uh, what's in store for us on this spooky, spooky night? This week, Dennis, we're doing what many have called the greatest unexplained mystery of all time. Get out. I'm deadly serious. What about the rest of them? Uh, the rest of them? The rest of them, good. But this one, crazy. And you think it's going to remain the greatest? for like? Because, I mean, people are going to bring it up if you say this again. This is, what, episode 28 or something? 27? Uh, 27, I think. And and you're you're staking a claim that this is the greatest unexplained mystery. Oh, well, now... It's early doors, man. The, the thing is, you'll have to keep listening to the other ones to see. But you've said it. You know you know the next 50 episodes. Oh, it's, not my, it's not my opinion, necessarily. Oh, it's just Manny. So you're you're not including yourself in the Manny. I am, in this case. But then you, you just destroyed what you just said. No, what I'm saying is that it's a really good mystery, right? <laughs> and you're really looking forward to it. Yes, and I'm really okay. looking forward to it. And it's called... The Diatlov Pass Incident. Diatlov. Diatlov. Diatlov Pass Incident. Is this a road? Yes. No, it's a pass. A pass. In in like uh, a mountain pass. A hill, a mountain pass. Okay. Mountain pass. So just just people can walk through it. Can you? Like, yeah. You can't drive up it. No. This episode isn't going to be people being driven off the path into the ditch or anything. No. 
No, no, no. Okay. Th- this episode is uh, a very serious, very serious. Oh, do people get oh. killed? In January 1959, a group of Russian students began a hike through the Ural Mountains, which would go on to create one of the greatest mysteries in Soviet Russia. The group, mostly in their 20s, had all met while studying at the Ural Polytechnic Incident in Sverlovsk Oblast, <laughs> Russia. Sorry, can I get that again? This is they're studying in the same university anyway. Bingo, bingo. Okay. This is going to be one of the biggest problems with this. Uh, mm. Yeah, I apologize in advance to our. Don't apologize to them. Don't apologize. No, to don't them, apologize no? them. Not until they pull out. They were accomplished hikers, all possessing a grade two hiking certificate, and going on this hike hoping to achieve the highest grade, which was grade three. Completion of this expedition would see them traverse more than 300 kilometres of harsh, mountainous terrain. The team, led by Igor Alexevich Dyatlov, were all excited to take on this challenge. So Dyatlov, it's the past was not called Dyatlov until this fella came along. Yeah, so that's actually an interesting thing, right? The actual past, Dyatlov Pass. There's an actual place called that, named mm. in his honour. Mm-hmm. Not where the incident takes place. Oh, they just named it. Why? Just to give him one, was it? Well, they named. So, it what t- are we focusing on? So, no, no. This is called the Diatlov Pass incident. It's mi- it's misnamed that. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so it takes place in it. What's the name of the pass that it actually takes place in? The it's actually called. I have it here. It's Kolat Sikal, which means the dead mountain. Brackets the silent peak. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it can be both it's fairly things. long-winded isn't it yeah but you know it, it can be it can be both those things essentially on the 27th of january the team began a trek towards gora otorton from Vishai. why are there why are there so many place names in this I'm trying to uh, like my imagination is just it stopped there's it's, like w- so what are those things you're saying? Are they countries or townlands or? They're they're locations. They're like locations. They're, okay. they're some of them are villages. Mm-hmm. Some of them are they'd be like just markers along the road, but not much there. It's a bit of land. Yeah, like um, <laughs> Mill Street. All right, Mill Street. Okay, for anyone who's not familiar with Mill Street, uh, that's where the Eurovision was held. Is that true? Mm, no, actually, it was Milton. I um I went no, to was it Mill see, Street. I went to see the Power Rangers in Mill Street. Who did you go with? Uh, my my dad took me and my brother. Really? But you know my dad. Imagine, oh my imagine God. what he must have thought. Was Did going he even on. know what he was bringing you to? I think that my mom had tricked him into thinking he was the playing championships, and I think it took him. It didn't take him long to figure how out. How did he even like? How would he even conceptualize what that was? Because you said to me before, your dad's never watched a cartoon. No, he hasn't. Yeah, so he doesn't even know what it is. No, he wouldn't really have much of a conception of what was going on there. I'd say <laughs> he wouldn't even be like if he saw a cartoon. Would he be able to discern that it was like? Not a completely different parallel universe that was just being recorded. Well, he'll come in some days to me and he'll say, oh, I saw I saw a terrible thing on the news the other day. It's about this coyote 
and he just couldn't stop chasing this this he had a terrible heart time runner. yeah and he just kept falling off cliffs and rocks landing on him and everything tragic news tragic today news is yet today another cow he, he dies having run, run into what, into what appeared, appeared to be a tunnel, be a tunnel. but was in fact was a painting on the side of a sheer rock face the victim was described by friends and family as being tenacious and wily this is just this another, is just another long in a long line of cases which have put increased pressure, pressure, on, the pressure on the government to legislate against such paintings. paintings. We, we go, go now, now live to number 10. On the 27th of January, the team began a trek towards Gora Otorten from Vishai. However, on the next day, one of their party unfortunately had to turn back due to ailments caused by his rheumatism and heart problems. He bid farewell to the team. However, he was crushed to leave his comrades. But he was looking crushed. Crushed? Uh, is that a little bit of foreboding stuff going on there? Huh? No. Cool. No. The group promised to telegram home to their sports club as soon as they reached Versailles on their return journey. However, the telegram never came. Although the club expected the message by the 12th of February, they were not immediately worried when they didn't receive the telegram. Delays of a few days were common when hiking in the Ural Mountains, so there was no cause for alarm. However, as the days passed, the families of the hikers pressured the group for answers, as the silence of their children naturally gave them concern. On the 20th of February, a rescue group was finally sent after the Dyatlov group. The army and police joined the search effort, as the Ural path was meticulously combed for clues about the team's whereabouts. So how many people were left up there now? That's a good question. I think maybe eight. There's eight people. One guy gone home. One, one gone home, yeah. One guy gone home and eight people missing. I'm sure they'll turn up. Finally, on the 26th of February, the search team had their first lead in the case as they discovered the group's tent abandoned and badly damaged on Colat Sikal, the thing I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. the Dead Mountain Bracket Silent Peak. The campsite puzzled the search team as the tent was empty, but the group's belongings and shoes had all been left behind. Similarly, it appeared as though the tent had been cut open, but from the inside, with tracks leading away from the camp. You know, it reminds me, I went camping over in America before, and we got really, really, really unbelievably drunk. And my friend got so drunk that he thought he was sleeping inside the tent. And when he got up to take a piss, he actually went into the tent and pissed all over everyone. You were pissed on by... by I wasn't in there. I was asleep on top of a car. Oh, classic. (laughs) So so I I was just... I actually thought when I woke up, I thought I was dead. Because I woke up on my back staring at trees, like in like a tree line up above. But I knew I was off the ground. I knew, so I thought I was actually floating up to like the sky. Really, you thought like you were genuinely, you were ascending. Genuinely thought I was dying uh, when I woke up. But then I heard "You filthy animal! You filthy animal!" As my friend was being pushed out of the tent after peeing on everyone. That's quite optimistic of you to assume you were going to be going up. You know, it wasn't a big relief. I have to say, really, no, it didn't feel like I was I was going to heaven. It just felt like I was like if I mean if we're being honest about it, it was probably felt like I was being abducted by aliens. When we went there, there was a guy came down and he said, watch out because there's snakes everywhere in the wood. Like, like, don't lift up the wood for firewood. There's snakes everywhere. And then when we came home drunk later on, we started throwing up all the wood, sarcastically going, where are the snakes? Where are the snakes? Where are the snakes? Sweet fucking Jesus. 
are, are you afraid of snakes? Uh, I wouldn't be too afraid of snakes. It's kind of... Mm, but no, I, I'd be fine with snakes. I'd be fine with snakes if I knew where they were. Mm. Do you know, like, I, I'm not scared of a snake if it's in front of me on the table. But yeah. if it was, like, slithering up my back in my t-shirt, then I'm going to be scared of it. You're, you're, what you're saying is, like, you're, if you meet a snake in the right circumstances, you're, you're okay. Yeah, it's, but... it's circumstantial. Like, it's a, it's a location-dependent fear. I am. Um, I think I've told you this before, but my sister took me to the circus when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I had very few pictures of me as a child. There was a, a boa constrictor that you could go and get your picture taken with. At home somewhere, there was a Polaroid picture of me with, as a child with a boa constrictor around my neck and flanked by what I can only call, you'll know what I'm saying, old style circus women. <laughs> okay. Do you, know but, do you mean like... Uh... They're kind of wearing like leopard skin stuff. Is no, that what you mean? No, I mean like they're wearing, let's say, pink leotards and like fishnets. Okay. And like gloves, you know. And, oh, and I like get you. I get thing, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they could like, be in Flash Garden or something. Hat. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're so, oh, so I'm flanked by them. Oh, the hat. I know the hat. You know what I'm The tall about. hat. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm flanked by them. I don't know if you did this, but when we had our communion. Hmm. Uh, you would uh, have a picture of you in the back of the church on a board of everyone getting their Holy Communion. And this was the only picture of me, like, not as a baby. So that had to be my picture on the... Snake with two hot ones. Yeah, so every everyone else's, everyone else's. You must have been a legend. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Snake, snake with two hot ones, yeah. <laughs> snake with two hot ones at the back of the church. Even the priest was like, that's a pretty cool kid. The Holy Ghost is never going to get to you. Yeah. As it happens, uh, the when I was receiving my first communion, took it on the tongue, tipped up my sunglasses, I was mm. wearing, and I said, give us some of the wine as well. The team followed the shoeless footprints from the from the camp until they came upon the burnt remains of a fire here they sadly found the first two bodies krivonshenko and doroshenko dressed only in their underwear the search team then noticed that the branches of a nearby tree were broken up to 5 meters high off the ground suggesting that the team had either climbed up to look for something or perhaps to escape from something. Is there something about when you get really, really cold that you can kind of go into a psychosis or something? There is. That's called uh, paradoxical undressing. Mm. So when you get really cold, you get to a stage at some point that you start to think the best thing that can happen. The best thing is to take all your clothes off. Put a pin in that. I, I saw a, a video of a guy getting attacked by a bear. Did you see that? No? No. Guy, like, getting attacked by a bear on a tree. And I saw this, this like, maybe want to leave the planet comment underneath it. And a guy goes... Your man is, like, literally fighting the bear, like, on the tree. And a guy goes, oh, what is that? That's, like, a small female black bear. That's, like, what, 180 pounds? He goes, yeah, of course you can fight that. I could take that. <laughs> I could take that fucking bear on a tree. Well, you know me, Dennis. Yeah, you would think you could fight a bear. Yeah, I think I could fight a bear. What's the most dangerous animal you think you could defeat? But being honest, not not for last. Like, what do you actually think you could defeat? Like a, a beaver. A sh- you, there's no way you can defeat Here, a shark. Get me and a shark in the octagon. You well, you can punch. You can punch a shark. Yeah, and yeah. It'll go away. Yeah, but he's still going to eat you. No, he won't. He, look, if we if we tell the shark, look, it's you or him. All right. like, whoever's left. Throw, throw dangerous animal. A beaver. Throw would da- you beat a beaver? Yeah, no problem. Would you? Yeah, no problem. What if that bit your legs? No, no, it'd be the beaver. All right, uh, koala bear. Koala bear, uh, yeah. Um, okay, a, a large a cougar. 
Cougar, do I have a weapon? Uh, you can have a club. Yeah. You, you'd kill a cougar with a club. He is done for. Well, yeah. All right, okay. Uh, up from that then, a moose. I see me and a moose getting along. You know, you can't get along. Like We're, we're telling the moose we're going to kill his family if he, doesn't, if, if he loses. I think it would be heroic, but a draw, I'm saying. A draw. Probably a draw, <laughs> yeah. Call it a draw. Probably a heroic draw. You ever seen the size of a moose? I have, yeah. Uh, I, I knew somebody who um, was did a year abroad in a, in a university with a in moose. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they used to live with a moose. There was a, a moose um, that used to work in the cinema in Cork. Did- yeah, and, and no one said anything about it, and he was huge. <laughs> That's great. So, the team found three more corpses between the camp and the fire site. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's some juxtaposition <laughs> so uh, the people that 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 they'd found this time were Dyatlov Kolman Gorovo the two Sheshkovs and uh, Slobodin who appeared to have died while attempting to return to the original camp alright not so, to know that the ordinary here though so far right bar maybe climbing up the tree don't know about that Dennis don't know about that. keep in mind from the evidence they cut open the tent and ran out. Oh, I actually thought that it, it was cut open and they were dragged out or something. Or Possibly. Like something attacked them. Possibly. The, the speculation was that they were undressed for the night. Yeah. Let's say. You see, right, I just want to explain where I'm coming from here, right? Yeah. I nearly said maybe they slept in and they had to rush. But then I'm thinking all these people are dead. You have to not acknowledge, though, that that's some rush. To have to cut yourself out, cut your way out of the tent. <laughs> but if you've ever woken up, you get a big fright like that. You just you go half naked onto the bus. I've seen you do oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, well, you know, sometimes I do it just because I'm feeling feeling particularly. Yeah, good you that say day. you're late, but I'm like you've hours to get to work. It seems very odd that you're that you're late at this hour. All right, let's let's keep going, keep on track. Okay, okay. So the bodies of the four remaining travelers were still unaccounted for at this point, and would not be found for another two months. Those four remaining hikers would prove the most puzzling of all. While the first five bodies had all died seemingly of hypothermia, the remaining four had died in a far more unusual way. One of the hikers had major skull damage, while two others had chest fractures so extensive that they were comparable to those seen after sustaining a car accident. Even more puzzling, there were no external wounds corresponding to these injuries. Did they get a fall? Uh, they they weren't in a location where they could have fallen. Could have fallen. Um, I were, think. Were they were they found together? Yeah, they were. They were found uh, together in a pile. To, not de- deliberately yeah. piled. The coroner stated that it was akin to the individuals having experienced. An incredibly high level of atmospheric pressure. Wait a minute. This is a big ruse. We're doing a Yeti episode, aren't we? I'm not We're saying anything. We're doing a anything. Yeti episode. I'm not saying anything, Dennis. I've just figured it out. We- I had an amazing Yeti figurine when I was, when I was smaller. Where'd uh, you get I th- that? I think it was my brother's and it was like a, maybe part of He-Man or something. But it was like a big fucking huge yeti it was unreal but an awful thing happened to me i i, I set up um i set up a shop in uh in the little caravan that we had in the driveway or like an electrician or something came past and i was selling my toys but i just i was playing shop i wasn't yeah. actually selling my toys and he gave me a pound and i sold the yeti and he just took it away 
Are you kidding me? He, he took it away. Like I made a pound. It came in. And it was great. And then and then I went in to try to explain. Like oh, I made a pound. Like you know, but obviously I want the toy back. So he was just he was just some random electrician. He'd never come back ever again. Today on the Antiques Roadshow, we have an electrician from Cork, Ireland, who bought this Yeti toy off an idiot boy for one pound. He's here to get it evaluated now. Let's hear what the expert has to say. First of all, you've got to establish that it's a right one. And if, as I think it is, I have no reason to doubt that it's not a right one, if it is, then I think it's got to be £150,000. Like I said... Extremely high level of pressure. That's what the coroner said. It was as if they had experienced This podcast that. is extremely high levels of pressure. I'm surprised we haven't died. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so, and there were no external injuries. Did I mention that? You did, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, what can explain that? I, that seems like a bit of a squirrely one from you, to be honest. I didn't want to highlight it too much. But I'm sure there's lots of injuries that don't have external mm-hmm. um, uh, showings, but you're still like mangled on the inside. Like a car crash, for instance. Well, we'll have to see, Dennis. Okay. It also noted here that the the bodies had experienced soft tissue damage. Some of them were missing their tongues, eyes, or eyebrows. You know, it almost sounded like you weren't going to mention that. That's the way you presented that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're just going to leave that bit out. Well, the weirdest, what? most fucked up bit of it. I actually, I was nearly not going to. So their it. eyes and their tongues were gone. Yeah, some of them, yeah. And what else? Eyebrows. Doesn't really... Eyebrows as well? Yeah. That is weird. The eyebrows... I don't think the eyebrows d- belongs in that list. I'm not there thinking, where do the eyebrows go when I see a person with their tongue and eyes missing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're in terrible waters here. So the their eyes and, and tongues were gone. Yeah. Um, and were they like... Was there any sign that... I mean, you know, if, if someone tore out someone's eyes or whatever. Or like, you know, if they did it themselves or something, there'd be evidence uh, on their hands that they've done it. Or that one of, one of them have done it. None of the people did it. Mm. There's, there's, was it animals? Could have been animals, though. Potentially. Okay. You know, potentially. We'll say, we'll say that that could potentially be the case. Do you want me to get one of these pins and put it in it? Yeah, you might as well. Might as well. What colour is that pin you're putting in? They're all pink, actually. Really? Weirdly enough, yeah. I would have thought that they'd be like a mixture of colours. I always no, think a green pin. Pink. Green, green is good pin colours. They're all pink. Okay, all pink. <laughs> oh, fine. Whatever, whatever. New green merch out now. Initially, after all of the bodies were recovered, some locals suggested that maybe the indigenous Mansi people may have been responsible for the incident. But there were no signs of any kind of hand-to-hand struggle. Um, and by all accounts, there were no Mansi people anywhere near the area and no records of the Mansi doing anything like this. This sounds like no, it was just... I don't want to, you know, I don't want to label all those locals, but I'd imagine if there's any sort of a thing goes wrong there, they probably go straight and blame the Mansi people. Yeah, it do, that's what this sounds like to me. It, mm-hmm. so, it sounds like they're just going, oh, it's listen, probably the Mansis. Those people who are different to us, they did it. Yeah, it's probably those nomadic mountain people, they probably did this for no reason. With no clear answers as to what had caused the group to meet this horrific end, the official cause of death was labelled as, as caused by, quotation marks, a compelling natural force. And the case Did you write that report? That is as vague as it can get. I didn't I didn't write the report, Dennis, but I like their findings. What would you like I know you have the, the rest of the information, but if you saw that day one, what would what would that tell you that it might be? Aliens probably be high up there. <laughs> yeah. Sonic blasters. 
don't know, uh, maybe meteorite. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm just saying the eight, yeah. eight or nine meteorites. <laughs> yeah, just each individual one. Uh, so the case was closed in May 1959, with the files being sent to a secret state archive at the time. In 1990, one of the officials originally involved in the investigation came forward and stated that the team could find no rational explanation at the time. And this person stated that he was ordered to wrap up the case after members of his team reported seeing flying spheres in the area. The globes are back. A mountain pass in the area was later named the Antelope Pass. Like I said, in the group's honour. However, to this day, the Dyatlov Pass incident remains unexplained. Wow. I mean, first and foremost, poor people. Poor people, they're, they're dead. Yes. Um, we wish them all the best. Globes are back. We met them in, I think, Rendlesham Forest incident. Yes. First, where they were kind of creeping around the forest outside a military base supposedly attracted to nuclear goings-ons. I wonder, is there any secret military bases up here or any nuclear silos that are attracting these globes? Well, Dennis. I'm sure we're going to find out. Do you have some cracking theories on this? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven theories. I know uh, in those seven theories, right, and I think this is important Mm. for the, you know, the families and of these people and the people who died... Are there non-crackpot insane theories? I There's thought, one, one or two at least. I thought that they would have wanted crackpot theories. I, I don't think they, we can speak on behalf of them. <laughs> there are non-crackpots okay, in, your, in your terminal. All right. Well, wait, well, I mean, usually we do this thing where you decide what kind of theories I go for and then we go against that because I picked them all wrong. But give us your, give us your first theory. That you really like? Oh, that I really like? Yeah. Okay. First theory that I really like. And it actually ties into what you're talking, what you were mentioning earlier. And you made me have a revelation I've never put together before. First theory is that it was a secret Soviet weapon test gone wrong. Okay. And, and they were just in the area when it went off. Yeah. And that's why the globes were attracted to it. Well, if it was a nuclear test yeah the globes would have been attracted and so what kind of weapon system were they using uh something with incredibly high pressure that produces a high oh isn't there some sort of sci-fi you know secret conspiracy weapon that can like jiggle up all your insights uh, w- what what do you mean i don't know i like as in this is this is, this is like the goats in the mountain i don't know the name of the mountain but i i thought there was some rumors of a weapon out there that it wouldn't show any... Like, I'm not making this up. Oh, are you talking about, like, Havana Syndrome? Oh, the, like, Sonic stuff. Yeah, is well, that what you're on about? No, not exactly. This is this is more like they, like, blender the inside of you. Like, they, they basically, you get shaken, you get shook around and uh, by some sort of, like, cosmic rays. And uh, it, it just jumbles up all your insides. Actually, uh, anyway. jumbles them up? Or are you talking about, like, somebody shooting a microwave at you? Uh, well, I mean, if you shot a microwave at someone, that would kill them stone no, dead. No, 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 not that... <laughs> Uh, 
shoot micro individual microwaves. Second theory: nine microwaves were found in the area, yeah. not not connected, <laughs> like kind of microwaves. But it's like, um, I like as in I don't know what the hell would cause this. Like as in what I'm saying is, it would basically as if you were like subjected to incredible G force, but just in inside you. Okay. And, it, and it just like turns, it just destroys your internal organs and just breaks you to bits. I've not heard of that. Mm. Okay. I mean, well, there's a good chance I've made it up. So okay. that might be why you haven't heard of it. Well, even if you have made it up, it fits with this. It so. does fit. It does fit. I, just, I was just hoping that you were going to clarify, oh, that's like a sci-fi book. But Listen, now I've unfortunately given you a theory yeah. with no source. Chuck it in. Other than what I just made up. Chuck it in. <laughs> I don't care about sources. <laughs> Chuck it in, man. The, for me, I always pictured this secret weapon. Obviously, it's a secret weapon. We don't know what the weapon is. Mm. I always pictured it would be something like, I don't know if you've heard of this, but this idea of setting off a bomb in midair. Yeah. Um, as like a a way of creating incredible shockwaves. So, if we're going with the secret weapon version, I've always imagined that that was like a thing where the Soviet government is testing this bomb. They don't know that the that the people are there. The people get spooked by it, like by the let's say the sound of it going off or or get spooked by like they can hear the plane coming or maybe they can hear it dropping or something so they're cutting the way out of the thing they need to get out of the area as quickly as possible and in the course of running some of them are caught in the thing and the other ones are just kind of disorientated and that's where they get from the shocks of it yeah i I, as always on this podcast, I remember something that I completely forgot and it's really, really scary. And it is a little bit of a conspiracy and I'd love to look into it. Yeah, yeah. I was at home one night. It was six o'clock in the morning. I was watching like a million films and the blinds were closed in the room that I was in at home. This is when I was living with my parents. Blinds were closed. 6 a.m. Pitch dark outside. Yeah. Right. There's two dogs upstairs. Dogs start barking. The light comes on in the room. Right, it's like daylight. The loudest bang I've ever heard in my entire life, right above me. Like, and I'm on I'm on the first floor, two floor house. It was it was like a bomb went off. Like it was like a nuclear explosion. I have never heard anything like it or experienced anything like it. And what was really funny was right. I was genuinely convinced that a nuclear bomb had been dropped. Right, and I I peeked out the blind. <laughs> Just to, to see if I could see it coming. Ju- yeah. Just in case. If, ju- if you held the blind yeah. back whole way, obviously you're going to let in the yeah. nuclear. <laughs> but the next the next day, in the little newspaper in town, there was an explanation. Oh, this was, uh, there was just basically lightning over like the town. And that's why it was so loud and, you know, carry on. But I actually thought it, w- I thought it was strange that like this thing happened. Like it was, uh, it, I got a heart attack. Like I, I was one of the scariest things ever. But I thought it was really strange. The next day, they have an explanation right there. Like, don't worry about that. That was um, that was just lightning. They've already like printed this. Like, yeah, they, it's they, already done. Like, I'll I'll say it now because otherwise you won't do it. Yeah, and we'll leave this in. But we're gonna do like a special episode or something at some stage where we're gonna want submissions from uh, listeners. Mm. of their creepy stories so if you have any creepy stories or you'd be interested in, in maybe talking to us about creepy stories definitely email us at unexplainedlegends at gmail.com 
Yeah, so now we've said that, so we have to do it. Because we've yeah. been talking about this for ages. So. It would be fun as well. We, uh, join the Discord as well if you're around the place. we get it on all our social media. But uh, the other thing we might do as well is we might actually get some voice messages in from people telling their stories, which yeah. I think would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Which I'd, we can set that up in the Discord. I'd love that. The um, So, the secret weapon. What, what are you feeling with that one? How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, was it reported? Like, did anyone... I mean, I know it's Soviet Russia, but, like, did anyone... Is there any... Was this something that locals were saying? Like, was there, uh, was there a history of military tests? Actually, um, some locals... Well, when I say locals, the area is very remote. Mm. But some people near that remote area claimed they did see large flashes in the air. Before or around that time? Around that time. Keep in mind as well, the time frame on this is a bit shaky. Because when you think about it, these people were unaccounted for for a period of a few weeks okay and then they were just being and it took them a while to find them as well so were they able to estimate like how long they thought they were dead they actually couldn't get a good estimation of that i know that sounds like i'm usually saying nonsense but they, <laughs> i never said that you said that <laughs> but that you're I'm usually saying nonsense <laughs> you usually think i'm saying nonsense but keep in mind that this um this area is covered in snow and is incredibly cold so the bodies were incredibly well preserved, as you can imagine. Mm. So it's really hard to estimate time okay, of death yeah. uh, based on that, because you can't really go by composite. You know, you can't really go by decomposition or anything. I think that the weapon I'm thinking of as well might have been something in Half Life, or something. No, some like the gravity like gun or something. Maybe or, System Shock Two or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like I like the I like the weapons test thing, but it's it's I don't think we've enough there. There's not enough meat to back that one up. Okay. <laughs> well. Okay, well, if there's not enough meat for that, then uh, next one, you know it, I know it. It's our old friend, aliens. Okay, aliens, right? And this is to do with the globes. Yeah, aliens were in the area. The people cut open the thing because they were freaking out because they could hear flying saucers above. They were they were running around. Those people that ran off and you know started their own fire and stuff like that. That's because they were disoriented and they managed to avoid the UFOs. Mm. And the the ones that they found with incredibly high uh, pressure injuries, they'd been abducted and had been... Uh, been thrown back down. Yeah. Tractor beam failed when they were letting them back down. Yeah. Mangled them. Yeah. It, it, do you... Like, were, did everyone come out of the tent without their shoes on? Like, were they... Or were the four or five remaining people, were they found with clothes on? I think... Um, I think they are... I think they're they're all without clothing, I think. Do they think that the four or five people at the end, do you think they survive longer than the first lot of people? That's a good question. It's hard to know. Actually, that last, those last four, mm. they're really confusing because they're slightly off in a different direction as well. Like they, they took so much longer to find. They're yeah. kind of off in their own way. They're almost separated. The other two groups, what people think is possible is that maybe the, those two people stayed by the fire. Yeah. And maybe the other group said, we're going to go back and try and find the tent. And in that theory as well, some people think that they climbed the tree to try and see where their, pre- where their tent was. And why, why did they get into such a panic? Like, you know, they were in their tent. Like, did, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's just hard when you're talking about real people. And, yeah. you know, one of the theories I know I have is that the aliens harvested their eyes and tongues and stuff and <laughs> yes. eyebrows. Yeah. Um, but, aliens, know, we know we know aliens don't have eyebrows. 
So it makes sense that they would want human eyebrows. So you think they're taking their eyebrows so they can go back, kind of like when you get a, I don't know, a cool t-shirt that says Tenerife on it. Yeah. And a pair of glasses and a bandana. They're like, look at these bad boys. So they're going back to their planet wherever. Yeah. And they've got eyebrows. Yeah. And, and the aliens, are, like back at home, are like, geez, wow, I'm really surprised. You wouldn't be able to tell, of course, because they don't have eyebrows. But they, yeah. But I can tell, I can tell. You know, you're expressing way more emotion now. So we're thinking it's aliens with the globes. We've any explanation for what the globes are? Is is are these our typical kind of? Are they? Is there a biological being inside in them? Are they biological? Are these the same guys that emit light and just drive around the place like drones or what? On in this case, I'd go more the drone side. Yeah, it's important as well to know that there's a huge amount of. UFO activity in Soviet Russia. Huge amount. Well, what do, what are the aliens up to? Like, what are they doing around there? And why, why did they, like, you know, like, did they hear about this group going on a hike and they were like, oh, we'll, we'll pick up these people? Or, like, do you think they were discovered and then they were like, oh, okay, we've got to get rid of these people? I don't think they're necessarily, like, got to get rid of these people. I think that they're more, a lot of aliens, I get the impression, are just, like, opportunists. Mm. so they were just like came across them and thought oh we'll harvest a few of these people and what do you think is like the explanation as to why they're even there or here you know are they d- i think it's very hard to know dennis because yeah. after, at the end of the day they are aliens yeah but it would help explain like why aliens would be here and if we could explain why they're there then we'd know you know maybe more certainty that they were there but okay it, like, like basically what you're saying is it could be anything we don't really know like there's nothing up there like you know yeah <laughs> like so why are they there you know like they just happen- you said yourself it's freezing there they like, just happen just a to be there snow. yeah they just felt like a bit of a bit of a change do you think they're skiing like yeah you, you know you know aliens they're usually in like nevada desert so these these lads are like snow aliens you won't believe it yeah we're going <laughs> we're going skiing <laughs> maybe it kind of changed you know the way sometimes like there's a very popular town and then that kind of gets too overrun with like tourists and stuff and then they go oh no we're not going there this year has there ever been any alien sightings around there before um like has there actually just like overall the theories has anything weird happened in that area other than like has any other people gone missing is it a dangerous place to go there yes yes okay so who else is we'll bring will we bring it on to the next theory bring me on to the next theory all right the next theory is that this area like i said it's called death mountain called silent peak by the mansi people oh so beforehand like it wasn't called after this incident. No, no, no. Okay, that's that's his actual name. All right. Like, where are you going hiking? Oh, I'm going hiking on uh, Death Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I'm actually going to head down to Lovely Mountain. Lovely or, Mountain. And I was thinking of actually doing Safe Hill as well if you're up for it. No, I'm actually I'm going to Death Mountain. The, yeah. This area is believed by the Mansi people to be the home of something called the Mink. Or the mink, M-E-N-K. Okay. And this is the Mansi Bigfoot. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeti. Yes, it's so it is a yeti. It's not quite a yeti. Is it? Is it a spirit? It is like. Um, I'll show you a picture of it. Not, <laughs> I don't know. I'll let explain it. <laughs> it will help you envisage it. It it is similar, similar to a yeti. Like is it is it like if we were to you know imagine cars? Are you trying to say like oh it's it's I'm saying it's Toyota and you're like no it's a Nissan? No, you'll listen. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't differentiate it for no reason. I'm going to show you like an art, basically an artist impression of it. It's not quite an artist impression. It's better than that. But you'll understand why it's slightly different. Okay, it's, show it to me. I'll explain I, it to the listeners. I, I'll say, just before I show you this picture, I was going to just say, oh, it's basically a Yeti. Like in my notes, before I looked into it a bit more and I thought, you know what, actually, this deserves to be given its own credit. Okay, show me. Look at how fucking terrifying this is. <laughs> why? Why is that terrifying? That's obviously a man. No, no, no. I know that's that's a man. That's them making like an impression of what it is. Yeah. So just like kind of Bigfoot, basically. But it's more ominous than Bigfoot. It looks exa- It looks. It looks like someone saw the Bigfoot video and then repeated it. No. So it's like an evil mountain spirit that's pure i'm not doing pure this. Darkness. look at the bigfoot picture underneath it it looks like it's been taken the same day no uh, no look, look at this right it's pure darkness like it's it's pure it's it's not oh, so it's it's completely black like as in it it, it like no light reflects on it is that what you're kind yeah, of saying it's, it's a it's a forest giant it's a <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't realize it was forest giant. <laughs> it's a forest giant. I, I just, I, I'm sorry. It's an evil spirit, right? So it's not like Bigfoot or the Yeti. So it's not a cryptoid or whatever it is. Cryptid. No, it is. Okay, but it, like, is it, so does it disappear and reappear, or does it like live and eat off the land? It comes and kills and feeds off of people. Yeah, but that's similar. Like forest giant, Bigfoot. You're like they don't call them Smallfoot. <laughs> Yeah, but but keep who'd it, win in a fight? Him, the Mansi guy, the the mink. Yeah, yeah, the mink. Yeah, he'd bait up Bigfoot. Oh my god, he he has he his powers like beyond Bigfoot, Dennis. Like the the thing is, Yeti and Bigfoot. Yeah, they're spooky. Is Yeti just a snow version of Bigfoot? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay, D- you know, for yeah, yeah, within reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but I don't want to. I don't, just don't want to get any yetis to get in our case. I yeah, believe in yetis more than I believe in Bigfoots. That's a common opinion. Mm. The, do you want know to find out recently? <laughs> do you want know to find out recently? The first like scientific recognition, or sorry, no, the first acknowledgement of gorillas existing by the West was only in like like eighteen ninety. And the first scientific documentation of them was only done in 1920. We see, this is what... I, I still think there's lots of snow areas out there that we really just don't know that much about. Yeah, so, like, if you think about that, like, I wouldn't have thought that gorillas were only 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, they're, like, new. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, well, who's to say there's not a yeti coming in? But the mink, right, the mink, that's, like, its own thing. It's... I can't believe you don't find it terrifying. Imagine this. Imagine this, Dennis. You're out camping in the dark or sorry camping in the in like the Ural Mountains mm-hmm. you hear a scream like a, like a, a guttural scream vibrates through like the the valleys and you you look out and there's snow everywhere you're almost snow blind is is the scream coming from the the mink yeah but sure if he's screaming like a little bitch why am I going to be no, scared of him no 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 he's like oh <laughs> Oh, right. I he, thought he was like, ah. No, no, no. And you see, like, uh, the outline of a figure coming towards you. Yeah. And you're like, what's that? And as it gets closer, you realize it's not an outline. It is just pure darkness in, like, the humanoid 
visage of like a are you like you're a, you're right i understand that yeah. now but are you talking to me as if you believe that this is a real thing out there i'd never heard of it until last week dennis and i honestly and after the week after you've ruminated i fucking i i'm fucking terrified but do you believe it do yeah you think, you think that's real i think it could exist but if you think that's real this case closed then it has to be this thing imagine you know it'd actually be funny if this thing existed up there but it actually was like the aliens or like a weapons test to me he's terrifying you didn't seem that no it, it, see it's not that it's just the way you present these things sometimes you go here's the picture oh wow wait until you see this and it's for me it's just and for you and for the guy in the picture it's clearly a man just wearing like a black suit no but i wasn't like it would have just been scarier if you just did the description but i wasn't trying to tell you that, that was really him that that was his profile picture or something like that. i yeah. was telling you that was an artist's impression like yeah they, but you were showing me you said it's better than an artist's impression like is yeah like, like it's not just a drawing yeah, but they, they've they've gone to the effort of going. Look, we'll we'll take a picture. You dress up in this, and we'll take a picture, which is quite similar to Bigfoot. But no, 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 it's not. It's not similar to Bigfoot. But you get. No, you, I get it. I get it. I get it. I I you know I, I think it's interesting. How many Bigfoots would it take to fight the mink, and beat him up? Oh, I think you'd be talking about twenty. Does it, does a mink have like psychological power or you know like um, telepathic think, powers? Yeah, I think it might have some like telekinesis. Mm. Next one, meteorite. Meteorite with some sort of power in it? So this this is this idea of a meteorite, a meteorite exploding in uh, midair, which does actually happen. Oh, and creating the shockwaves of the bomb. Yeah. And ki- uh, killing them. Yeah. Well, that, that could maybe, but wouldn't there be evidence that there's meteorites around there? Mm the there are there are yeah there are, there are okay but not necessarily at the time when but they couldn't find anything at the no time. no they couldn't would it be difficult to find something like that i'd i would say very very difficult, difficult yeah very difficult. split up into million billion little pieces yeah we must do the tunguska event at some stage that's basically okay. a giant um uh meteorite thing uh, that's that's pretty interesting I, I mean is that an actual thing that happens Oh, you know, that is the thing that actually happens, yeah. So, like, if you were to stand under when a meteorite, what, hits? Like, when, yeah. it, when it hits the ground, is it? Yeah. You'd be, like, blown to bits. Potentially, you could be, yeah. So, like, you know, like, if you, you know, if people see, like, a shooting star, like a meteorite, and they're like, oh, God, go after that. Like, if you got there on time, you could just be absolutely... We'll have to do, we'll do a whole episode on this, but just for a split second. The Tunguska event is basically that, in, I think, Russia again. A, a meteorite hit the ground it didn't actually hit there's no crater because it didn't it exploded due, due to the pressure that it itself it generated when it was pushing down yeah and this is what happened to the forest that it uh, exploded in that's an uh, actual picture just for people who can't see it the forest is gone yeah uh, all the trees were knocked over we'll, we'll have to do a proper episode on that someday has there been any like uh, smaller events, you know, where people have got like blown to bits by a meteorite. Um, Do meteorites ever hit houses? I'm going to say off the top of my head, yes and yes, but yes and I don't yes. have any of it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, there, there are though a lot of meteor meteorite activity, specifically in Russia. Why is that? I honestly don't know. I wish I had a good answer for it, but it's. Um, it's it's just very common. Uh, it could it, honestly, it could just be because it's such a large landmass. But lots of people capture them on their dash cams. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, actually. yeah. So next one, 
is something called infrasound. Okay. Which I mentioned to you before. Infrasound is these particular sound waves that there's a fly flying. That fucking fly is driving me insane. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, he's passing me out for the last half an hour and he, it, 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 he won't stop. I've never seen a fly that active. What, a fucking, what the fuck is he looking for? What a prick. I always take it personally when a fly flies around you. Do you ever find Yeah, that? no, I do too. I get, I get really angry, like, like, I'm like uh, as if I'm being targeted. Do you think I'm shit or something? Uh, so, infrasound. That's these sound waves that elicit a sense of fear and unease in uh, people. Is this like the, like the O note or whatever? E- you, you know, like where the CIA or can make you shit yourself. Yeah, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Except this, this naturally occurs. This does occur. I think the, I'm sure we'll do an episode on it at some stage, but I think that the, like, the general pop science thing around it is that infrasound makes your eyes vibrate in a particularly weird way, which really upsets your body. Um, I don't know exactly. Don't quote me on that. But the, this idea is that infrasound got trapped within the area that they were camping in mm. and made the people freak out. And had an incredibly... So does that mean that there was this sound like kind of reverberating around that area? Yeah. That was just kept echoing back and forth or something? Yeah. And and these people walked into it and went mad. Mm. That That's actually really cool. And it also kind of makes you think about the Pied Piper a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe the Pied Piper unlocked one of these sounds and then was able to like control people. I think I, I was going to say to you... We should do an episode on the Pied Piper, but I don't know if he's real or not. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't know if he is or not. But he, he's, he's dodgy enough anyway, doesn't he? He like, steals a lot of kids. Takes the kids, yeah. The rats first, did he? Do you know he got done? He got done, did he? He got done. Yeah. He, he got done there a few years ago. You're looking through his Wikipedia page and you just see legal legal case yeah. or whatever. What's the Pied Piper up to? Controversies? <laughs> What's this? Is, I, I'm going John, we can't even touch that because he's very litigious. He'll be after us. He probably yeah. listens to this as well. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's infrasound. I really like that. I think yeah. that's very cool. And also, the people with the pressure injuries, that's still obviously, oh, you know... Does, that, doesn't get explained. No. Well, I thought that was something it, else happening. I thought it would, they'd get explained because it's like they, they go into a particularly vibratory part where like the echo is like going really fast and then it like jumbles them up. I don't think it's that strong. I think maybe let's just say in this case if that happened they fell over very badly. Well maybe they, maybe they went, you know, like people go like um those weird uh like incidents where people like smash themselves off walls and stuff repeatedly. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Know, so maybe they did something like that because they were gone like the sound was driving them mad. Okay, I, I'm willing to go with that. This uh, this next one Right, this is the second last one. This is similar. In fact, actually, here we go, actually. Here's a combined one. (laughs) Here we go. Infrasound mixed with this thing. Mm. This is this thing called catabatic wind. And I think up until recently, it potentially was like a theory. Or it might still be a theory, actually, based on what I'm looking at here in my notes. But I had an Indian the other night. I got a bit of catabatic wind after uh, this. This is please no. The, this is um, the this is a wind yeah. right that is formulated when a very particular perfect storm of things happen around. Particular- and this is an actual thing, like ball lightning. This is proven. Uh, there's a theory around it. 
but mm. but it's like there is nothing saying there's nothing particularly crazy about it. But has it been like have people seen it? Like has it been recorded as actually happening? I believe so. But not like some lad back in the 1600s just writing shite like. No, no, this is this is recent. So essentially what it is is it happens in cold areas. Mm-hmm. Around snow, and it's the idea of a gust of wind coming along, and it being forced down into the um, like the cold ground mm-hmm. by like a pocket of warmer air pressure, slightly warmer air pressure above. And if this happens at a particularly sharp gradient, let's say, so like on a mountain or whatever, that that creates this thing where the wind itself becomes incredibly fast. It, it like becomes incredibly fast and dangerous and ends up being... Oh, it says here that it can reach up to speeds of like 18 kilometers an hour. Okay. So... So what, what, how do we apply this? Like, I understand the gist of it. How do we apply this to these people's deaths? So if we mix it with the infrasound thing, let's say infrasound's <laughs> going off. Okay. They're rushing out. That's, I, that's bad luck. Like, that's really bad luck that you get two of these nonsense things happening at once. <laughs> and then the catabatic wind comes flowing along. That flakes the other four. All right, so picture this, right? You've got um, this uh, darkness shadow yeti. He's running towards them. They're like, oh, my God, we better watch out. Then a load of globes come over from one side. And they're like, oh, my God, go up the mountain. Yeah. Then they're like run into this place. And they're like, oh, I don't feel too well. Then a microwave gets thrown off their head. And then a gust of wind comes down and blows them to bits. Listen, that, that is not a good day out. I'm on board for it. Uh, final theory, avalanche. Avalanche, there it is. Avalanche. There's the one. There's a final theory, avalanche. That, to me... Here, avalanche. To me, to me, that doesn't hold much water. No? No. Holds a lot of snow, though. Hey, bom, bom, bom. But yeah, uh, av- Was there evidence of a recent avalanche in the area? No, you see, that's the thing. Is avalanche sounds... Like, open shot case, doesn't it? Mm. But then, there actually was no evidence of an avalanche at the time. And the dispute is that if if they were to have been killed in an avalanche, mm. would be spooked in an avalanche. Because keep in uh, mind that their tent was still standing and had been cut open. But they wouldn't or, be sleeping in a tent with no clothes on. They'd be sleeping in a tent with their clothes on. So no, I, so no. You, you, you do... Um, you do... Uh, get down into your fucking jocks. Like. Yeah. I don't think you get down into your jocks. No, you do as as much as uh, like you're 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 gonna have obviously thermal underwear on. Mm-hmm. As much as I don't want to sound like my parents, you don't feel the benefit of it. Yeah, yeah, you layers and all that. I get yeah. that, but I didn't think like you know I was watching lads like sleep on the side of fucking rocks and mountains and stuff, and they look pretty pretty toasty. Well, you know, like if an avalanche happened, it wouldn't be like be you know running out naked. That would be really funny if, if we, like, went a mountain climbing or something and you just assumed you had to be naked. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, my, my nips are really, uh, really feeling I'm this. I'm fucking caught, Roger. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm supposed to be naked. I've checked it up online. You don't get the benefit of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, the avalanche. This is, I know that sounds convincing on the face of it, but actually, if this was an avalanche, it would have to have been the most like localized and precise avalanche to have yeah. ever been recorded. Yeah, I, I don't buy the avalanche thing, to be honest. I think they would have had like significant evidence that it was yeah. there was avalanche. So for me, overall, I'm going to go with um, Shadow Bigfoot. Shadow I'm, Bigfoot? I'm going to go with Shadow Bigfoot. So what? Uh, 
at the end of the episode, Dennis, do you feel it lived up to the greatest mystery? I'm glad you didn't tell me that we were going to do an episode on potentially 10 people being killed in a mountain. Okay. my head would have been all over the place. But we got through it. Um, do I believe that it was just an accident? Um, I, I am. I, you know what? I think it's just strange. Like, were they in a particular... I know we're at the end of the episode, but I have another question. Yeah. Were they in a particularly... Camping in a particularly bad spot? Of the past, you know, like was there was there a lot of people got killed in this spot? Was this like you know, like when you hear about like Mount Everest when they mm. get to a certain point, that's a really bad place. But like you know, there's ten people in a tent at this stage. What what kind of trouble did they get into that they got so cold? Like let's say it's just explained away by that. Like yeah, they got yeah. so cold and they ran out. You know what what happened? Like well, I think it's important because obviously you hear that they're camping in the mountains and stuff like that, and you're you're obviously thinking, oh Jesus, like you know this. They, you know, it's uh, like you said, they were with Everest. Now, Everest is its own fucking thing. Like mm. that, who knows if that even exists? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to go there. But don't go there. But the this is a route that was commonly done f- to achieve one of these grades, mm. one of these hiking grades. So it's not like it was in insurmountable. Like they 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 thought that they were going to be able to yeah. uh, accomplish this in in twelve days of hiking. It's not like these people were. Pushing the boundaries, like yeah. yeah, no, I get that, and that's why it makes it really strange. Like yeah. what what happened to them? Like you know, what did they see? What did they experience? Well, I personally, I personally liked the take you were doing there with all of them happening at once. All of them happening at once. What a bad day out. A pr- pretty bad day. Just going off your grade three, and all seven theories happened to you all at once. You're like you're joking me. <laughs> Not this now and off of everything. I think on that note, we'll say goodbye to our listeners. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, everyone, and uh, please follow us on social media. Follow us at Unexplained Legends, and you can also follow us individually at Roger O'Sullivan, or sorry, at Roger O'Comedy, and at Dennis Len 3D. Yeah. Uh, so, apart from that, um, goodbye. We're wrecked. And as always, please give us a five star rating wherever you listen to your podcast, and above all, go and tell your friends to come and listen to this podcast as well, and then we can all have a big party like it's Sesame Street.